Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, good. How you been doing? Yeah, you know, I've been doing good. All right, you know. Same old stuff. Different day. Same. Work, work, work. Home, home, home. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. I finally watched the movie Prey this past weekend. Was it uh, this past weekend? Yeah, oh, yeah? Weekend. Finally? Yeah. Yeah. I went and hung out with Matt, and uh, we watched Prey, and then we actually watched Alien, Alien 3. Aliens 3. Yeah. Why Alien 3? Because uh, he saw 1 and 2. Ah. And uh, my feelings with Aliens 3 is that it's not a bad movie. It's just not a good movie. Like, if you compare it to everything else after Alien 3, so Resurrection and... Uh, God, I don't even remember. Because there was two more after 3, right? There was Resurrection and... I don't remember. But then you have the AVP movies. Maybe there wasn't. No, Alien, uh, Alien, th- uh, Alien Resurrection was the last Alien movie. It was movie. the re- last one of the, the main line. Yeah. Uh, but then you had the AVP movies, which AVP 1, not bad. AVP 2, trash. Fast. AVP 3, even worse. Uh, so, yeah, I was just, like, he, he he's one of those weird people, like, he uh, he does audio work. Uh, and you would think that he'd probably be, like, a cinephile since he's actually worked on some small budget movies and whatnot. And uh, he's like, no, I've never seen those movies. And I, I'm just like, you, we're not friends anymore unless you at least watch the first one. Uh, so he finally got around to watching the first one and then watching the second one. He really liked them. Uh, and I said, you know, well, we, I went over there to watch Prey, you know, the, the Dran Trachtenberg uh, uh, Predator movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. Phenomenal. Movie. Yes, I told you. Phenomenal uh, movie. Uh, but then afterwards, uh, we were like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, you know, we could watch Alien 3 because we, we got on that uh, that subject because uh, we hadn't seen each other in person in a while to talk about his uh, uh, how he liked Alien uh, and Aliens. And I was like, you know, you could stop here. We can watch this. Which, by the way, we downloaded... He... he um, he got a hold of. <laughs> <laughs> Procured. Procured. Uh, I don't even remember what it was called. It was called like this, the something cut. It was uh, it, not even director's cut because I know David Fincher as the one who actually directed the movie, but it was something, it was a, like some weird cut of the movie that ended up being like two and a half hours long, almost three hours long. Uh, I think it's the one, because what what's weird is uh, we're watching it and I'm like, yeah, and then this happens, uh, and it, it, it happens differently. And I'm like, they must have, there must be a director's cut out there that I haven't seen. And obviously, not a director's cut, but somebody else's cut out there that I haven't seen that tries to fix some of the plot holes in that movie. Good fucking luck. Uh, yeah, right? I mean, it was a lot, it's a lot more uh, comprehensive. Because, okay, what, how do you remember Alien 3 ending? I want to make sure that this isn't some sort of like Mandela effect that I'm having here. Uh, so the one you guys watch is called the Assembly Cut. The Assembly Cut. That that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. I knew what it was. I just couldn't remember what it was called. Yeah. Uh, how do you remember the movie ending? Uh, great question. 
Uh, try to remember. So I, I will give you a hint because what, what happens in the, what I think, how the movie ends versus how the movie, the, the, whatever cut you just said it was, uh, and it are, they're basically the same. She, uh, doesn't want the alien inside her to get a hold to the whaling Utani to get a hold of it. So she basically falls into the vat of molten lead. But do you remember like what happens during that? Try to remember there's, uh, what are the soldiers shoots? the black guy, right? One of the soldiers does shoot uh, some, uh, a few people, yeah. Like, most of the convicts that are left, or that have survived the actual alien encounter are killed here. Yeah. yeah. But one of them is... But I'm talking about what happens to her. Like, I don't really care what happens to anybody else. Well, I know she, uh... Well, she jumps into the furnace, right? Yes. Or, like, falls yeah. into the furnace. falls backwards. No, I don't remember what happens to her. Okay, so I have it in my head that the alien comes out, and she's holding on to it as she falls into the vat. No? Am I making shit up here? I think so. Because in that cut of the film, she just falls into the into the uh uh the lead. No, no, no. She dies. No, she does. Yeah, so uh it erupts and she's holding on to it cuz it's trying yeah. to get away. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. But in that cut it doesn't come out. Which she makes just more goes sense. Right into the lead. Yeah, yeah, she just swan dives into the lead. I think I actually like that better. Yeah. So there are changes like that. The I I will say every time that the alien showed up, the CG is Fucking true. Oh, excuse me. Just horrendous. Yeah, dude. Fucking, it literally looks like they they were trying to fix something, so they had somebody green screen like something, and then they just like copied and pasted that into the scene, and it just looks awful. It like every time, every time you, they showed like the practical effect close up alien, looks great. But then they would cut to a scene where it like goes scampering away, and it just looked hilarious, and we would just be laughing the whole entire time. Also, uh, and again, I could look this stuff up, but I never did. How do you remember the alien shows up? So uh, obviously, it uh, it hitches a ride aboard the uh, the uh, emergency vehicle that crashes land that crash lands. But what does the original alien come out of? Do you remember? Does it come out of Hicks, right? No, no. What the one that that? Because uh, because uh, Hicks and Newt are dead. Oh yeah, they were yeah, killed, yeah. Uh, in the crash. Yeah. They find a lone, a, a single. Uh, they do find a, a used uh, face hugger at one point in time. Do you remember what it attaches to to create the alien on the base? Or prison, I should say. Is it the dog? It's a dog, right? It's a dog. I have specific memories of a dog. In this cut, it's some sort of space bull. Space cow. What? Yeah. Because I have specific memories of seeing, like, the thing comes out of a dog, and then it, like, goes trotting off. In that, that looks like they just, like, put an alien suit on top of a dog, and it just goes trotting off. That's look but so here, bad. in this cut, it comes out of, like, a space cow, and it, it's all CG and crap. So they substantially changed stuff in this cut. Which, honestly, I think it does make it a little better, but they need to get somebody who really wants to try and fix that CG and make a better-looking alien. 
So I'd honestly say if you're a little curious about it and you have two and a half hours that you just want to blow on something, watch it. Find it and watch it. Oh, I have it. I own it because it's part of the quadrilogy. It is part of the quadrilogy? Yeah. I found that in, in that box of uh, DVDs. Yeah, this so... Uh, I just read about the differences of those in the versions. There's 30 minutes of extra footage. Uh, where'd it go? No. Oh my god, where's it at? I just read it. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Now, don't get me wrong. There's still a lot of stuff that I hate about the movie. It's a terrible movie, yeah. It's it's not a good movie. I still say, even with all the stuff that they fixed, it's not a good movie. But it is, at least this cut is better than the original cut. And Alien 3 as a whole is still a better movie than Alien Resurrection. Or uh, I would even dare say Alien vs. Predator, the whole Alien vs. Predator series. Uh, by the way, there's only two Alien vs. Predator movies. Wasn't there? Yeah. Why does it feel like three? No, there's only two of AVP, and then there's the uh, uh, predator on predator violence of uh, predator of predator, which I still never saw. Yeah, but it doesn't fall into the alien. No, it, it doesn't. But like you say, you say there is no three, but I still feel like there was a three. That's all I'm saying. Like for some reason, it just feels like that. It it feels like. There was something after Resurrection. It feels like there was something after AVP2. Apparently not. So the Assembly Cut uh, announced a uh, director's cut. Uh, they're calling it. They want to assemble a director's cut. But David Fincher refused to part- yeah, participate. I don't think he liked that movie. No. Uh, instead of an extended cut called this, uh, the Assembly Cut was created based on his and uh, editing room notes and released on uh, on 2003 Alien Quality box set it included over 30 minutes of extended and previously deleted scenes alternate key plot elements and new digital effects unlike the DVD release and the Blu-ray release of the quadrilogy the additional footage went through post-production receiving color correction and sound mixing that uh, matched the rest of the film uh, which includes bringing back some cast members to re-record dialogue. So you guys might have watched the DVD version. Wow. So not only there is there an original cut, there is a director's cut and then a corrected director's cut. Yeah. So I wonder which which one is available, because I do own it on iTunes as well. Like, I own the original DVDs of the quadrilogy. Uh, so obviously I would have had the uh, the original DVD cut of it of the director's cut so I wonder which one is on the Apple TV cut let's find out because I I would at least skim through it and see if they fixed some of the CG elements in the Blu-ray version in the Apple TV if the Apple TV is the Blu-ray version Alien 3. I doubt that it's going to just be like, yeah, this is exactly it. I was looking at runtime. It says an hour 55. I don't see another version listed. For the Apple one? Yeah. So, hour 55. So, it's not actually even... It's not yet actually even this the the director's cut. Nope, it's the regular one. Wow! So I would have to actually go find a Blu-ray cut, a Blu-ray of that movie, to be able to find the better version of it. Yes, sir. No, that's not happening. I'm not putting that much effort into things. I mean, that makes sense not to do that. 
Yeah, the copyrights of 1992, which I think the other one would be copyrighted in 1993. Hold on, let's see. Try to see if... I thought I had it. Do I not own those on iTunes? I thought I did. Because I know I do. Eh, I'll probably find it real quick. Quick like. Uh, if I can find my Apple TV. There it is. <laughs> Good luck, like sir. Oh. Movies. Alien 3 Special Edition. Yeah, two hours and 25 minutes is what my special oh. edition is, li is listed as. That's probably it then. You think that's it? Yeah. Well, maybe one of these days. One of these days. I'll sit down and I'll watch the first two and then prepare myself to watch the third one and ignore the fact that I do own Alien Resurrection. <laughs> I own all the Predator movies. That's a shame. That's a feat and a shame. Again, first two great movies. Yeah, that that uh, that third one was. Uh, how do I put this politely? Uh, hot garbage. Is that a pretty accurate yeah. way of putting it? No, I don't own any of the Alien movies. Other, than, Well, I, I own Prometheus, but I think that was the one that was free. How do you not own any of the Alien movies? On on iTunes, calm down. I don't care. How do you not own any of the Alien movies on iTunes? Uh, I don't actually know, to tell you the truth. I don't know if we can be friends anymore. Oh, sh Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Shut up. We can be friends. It's just a very teeter-totter. We can get through Paige. Yeah, there you go. Paige is our, <laughs> our linchpin of our friendship. Uh, speaking of linchpins... Uh, can't wait for this transition. Uh, have you seen what uh, James Gunn has said about uh, the Ezra Miller Flash movie? I have. That Actually, is probably, what is the exact quote, probably one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. That he's ever seen. Oh, he, here it says ever made. Oh, maybe this was the quote, yeah. You're right. I have it on my, on my stuff to talk about today, but I haven't pulled it back up. Which is a very... Like, I get it. He's now co-CEO of the whole DC Studios at uh, Warner Brothers. So it's a little, you know, self-aggrandizing that, of course, this one of your properties is going to be one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. Uh, the thing that interests me the most about it, though, let me see if I can find the quote. Uh, yeah, so it's... Uh, it says, I, I will say here at, I will say here that Flash is probably one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. And then he added that the film's story resets everything for the franchise. Which is what I was kind of hoping that would happen. Uh, and would also explain why they are going for a different Superman right now. Uh, somebody younger is what they have, uh, have said they haven't as far as i've read have not announced any other uh information about that that's why we're no longer getting unfortunately henry cavill coming back but it makes me wonder as well 
are they going to cut ties with Jason Maloa and Gal Gadot and reset the Aquaman Wonder Woman franchises as well? So you didn't read the whole press release, did you? Uh, no, I actually pulled up an article from People, which basically after this, uh, after th- these statements, they started going into Ezra Miller's problems and issues over the past couple months. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, and talking more about him. So, no, I have not heard anything else enlighten me. All right, Joseph. Listen up, bud. All right, so uh, part of the uh, the video, uh, well, there's the video that he released that explains uh, DC Universe Chapter 1, Gods and Monsters is what it's called, uh, and the 10 project, new projects that are involved in it, and then how the other movies that are coming out this year, the four other projects that are coming out this year that are uh, beyond his... Uh, his touch, I guess you could say, like they were already kind of, you know, obviously done and ready to go before he uh, signed on to it. Uh, So he is instituting a, uh, basically two paths of DC as of right now. There's the DCU, which is going to be the main continuity. And then there's the the DCU Elseworlds. So Elseworlds, it will be, just like it was in the comic books, uh, an offshoot, a multiverse type thing that will consist of existing projects, including other characters that have that will be recasted in the new projects. So uh, his statement, there's quite a few of them, about Henry Calville not being uh, returning is not actually correct from most of what I read. His statement was, Henry Calville was never hired for the DCU. So, which means he was never fired from the DCU. He was still under contract for the DCEU projects, which are now referred to as Elseworlds uh, stuff, which includes Black Adam. So, if you don't know Joe, spoiler alert, he shows up in that movie. Yeah, I still have yet to watch Black Adam. So he does show up at the end of that movie uh, as a as a stinger scene, uh, you know, kind of letting the future sequel uh, be known that he will be the Superman in that in that movie uh, if it goes forward. Uh, as far as it goes for the DCU, uh, Henry was never was never involved in that uh, pro in that process uh, those projects. Uh, the other DC uh, Elseworlds projects would be things like uh, Superman and Lois on TV, uh, Teen Titans Go, um, I think it was the only other two bigger ones that he, oh, uh, Bat, uh, uh, Matt Reeves' Batman, which now has a sequel date, or a release date and a, and a title for its sequel. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, get to that in a little bit too, because uh, it's uh, you know, on my stuff to uh, talk about. Uh, so those were the the things, and what he stated during these the four things that are coming out. So there's the first one is uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods, uh, which he explains in the video. Uh, that is its own. He's Shazam has always kind of been his own little thing. He's away from the major continuity. Uh, obviously, really linked it yet? Yep. Uh, there was a scene at the end of the first one with a Superman that looked a lot like Henry Calville's Superman suit, but never showed a face or a voice. Uh, so it could be anybody. So that's cool. So Fury of the Gods is uh, still technically part of uh, the DCU, right? Uh, so if they go forward with more of them, they can bring Shazam into the rest of the fold if they wanted to. Uh, then we have uh, the Flash, uh, which uh, obviously you stated earlier. He states is one of his uh, favorite, uh, one of his, the best superhero movies out there, uh, and that goes. Uh, that's that's a lot uh, to say because obviously he's <laughs> been involved in quite a bit of it. Yeah. Uh, there is uh, 
the statement part of that is he said that will be the the part that resets uh, the um, the DCU. So that's basically the the prequel to Chapter One. A lot of people are calling it the Flashpoint. So this would be the Flashpoint universe uh, essentially, because uh, the events that happen in the Flash are literally the Flashpoint. Uh, they are they are uh, a split a, a, a merging of multiverse. That's why there's multiple versions of Flash in it. Uh, well, Ezra Miller's Flash, so uh, Barry Allen's Flash, uh, but also other Flashes that are involved in it, uh, and other Batman's that are involved in it as well. Uh, so that is their their point of uh, of saying, hey, yes, there's a lot of stuff uh, in this. Some of it will move over uh, to the bigger now continuity of uh, of the world and everything involved in the other stuff is Elseworlds. So Snyder's, all Snyder's stuff, uh, the Batman vs. Superman stuff, all that fun stuff, Elseworlds. It's just uh, another version of the events that could have happened uh, or did happen but somewhere else you know what I mean mm -hmm. multiverse logic yes uh, also included in that will be like uh, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman obviously uh, if they want to go forward with something with that that's could possibly be in uh, another Elseworlds project uh, little things like that then you have uh What's the other one? There's uh, not Aquaman. There's one other one. Oh, Blue Beetle in August, I believe. Uh, yeah. That is technically part of the DCU, as as he states. Uh, so he could be making more appearances past that movie, especially if uh, Booster Gold has anything to say with it, because those two have a very big history together in the comic books. Uh, and I'll get to Booster Gold in a minute. Uh, and then, of course, there is uh, um, Aquaman 2, or Aquaman... Uh, the Lost Kingdom? Is that what it's called? I don't remember. I think so. I can't remember what it is. I had it somewhere on here, but I have way too many tabs open. And I'm confused of where is that. Uh, so those four projects... Sorry, go ahead. I have it here too, but I, where is it? Yeah. So those four projects are technically... Uh, yeah, Lost Kingdom. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. And the Lost Kingdom, yeah. Uh, those ones are going to be possibly tied to... Uh, the DCU, depending on how they they want to do it. Uh, it also depends on how they want to cast things, because if uh, they stated uh, in this, because one of the press people asked, uh, what about Jason Momoa wanting to play Lobo? Because he's expressed a dramatic interest in playing Lobo. Um, both James Gunn and Peter uh, Saffron uh, said that J that if at if if he does move forward and do other things, he will not play two characters in the DCU. Yeah, it'd be confusing and weird. Like it's already confusing. Like right now, I'm waiting for you to finish what you're saying so I can ask you which movies are in what. What's the main line going forward? Because uh, I'm already slightly confused. This is what I kind of hate about this: is that I, it's great that we are getting quote unquote elsewhere stuff, but. We all know how the general public isn't going to respond very well to to stuff because they don't really pay attention to continuities and stuff. They see Superman, that's Superman. Why is Superman different? You know, they see you know Batman. Why is Batman different? You know, uh, they're you know how are how are they going to link this to that type things? Uh, I think with Matt Reeves' Batman, it's probably a little bit different. But when you start just throwing a bunch of stuff, especially new characters that no one's ever heard of, Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, and I even seen, uh, I, I, I don't even know what happened with the article, that uh, he was like, yeah, we have a bunch of other stuff in the works for like Swamp Thing and uh, some other lesser known characters that I had to look up and be like, who the fuck is this? Uh, where did, like, where is the main continuity in all of this? So what's we'll get to right now. Uh, so, DC Universe Chapter 1, Gods and Monsters, of the 10 projects they announced, there are more. Uh, these will span over 8 to 10 years. Uh, okay? So these are going to be live action. They're going to be animated. Uh, they're going to be uh, video games. Are all part of this continuity now. Okay? 
So, uh, of the four of the four previously mentioned movies that ones that come out this this year, they are essentially, if you want to think about it, prequels to Chapter One, right? They are they are beforehand. So, starting with a show, an animated show called Creature uh, Commandos. Yes, that was another one. Yeah, that is very Suicide Squad like. Uh, is an animated show consists of multiple characters, including Rick Flagg's grandfather. Uh, originally, it was set in World War II, and they fought Nazis, and it had like a Frankenstein character and all these other ones. They are moving into more modern times. Uh, it will be animated. The actors who do the voices, if they appear in live action or in video games, the same actor will play portray the character. So it, cool. uh, it'll be their voice and their their bodies uh, on screen at all times. Cool. I love so that's it. pretty awesome. And he said yeah. if any other uh, uh, people or any other characters uh, uh, show up in that show, uh, for example, if a Batman shows up, that is their Batman. That's DCU's Batman. Okay. Okay. That's we not. Decided on what that Batman is. We don't know who that is yet. Uh, so, that's where we start. Uh, from there, we continue on to Superman Legacy, which is the very first uh, feature-length movie uh, that will be uh, uh, in the DCU. It'll be a brand new Superman. It'll be younger Superman. Uh, he cited All-Star Superman by Grant Morrison as his kind of uh, blueprint for it. Okay. Also showed the Frank Quietly art behind it, so... Uh, that's interesting. That's a very bold thing to do, uh, because well, <laughs> it's a very beloved uh, s- uh, series, not just by myself, but by several people uh, in the in the in the world out there. So that's very interesting. Uh, next up, following that is another television program. It's a uh, going to be a HBO Max exclusive. It is called Waller. It is based on uh, Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis from... Uh, Which is cool that they're getting her to come back and they're not replacing her. Yep. I do uh, like her as Amanda Waller. Yep. Uh, so this will take place between season one and season two of Peacemaker. And Peacemaker, uh, Team Peacemaker will be in this series. Uh, what it's about just yet, we don't know. Uh, so does the Suicide Squad fall within this continuity then? Yes. Because... That yeah okay because Peacemaker is from the Suicide Squad movie. We can discount the first one because the second one was still kind of a soft reboot of it. Yes. Okay. Uh, so All that right. falls into the, again the prequel stuff. So the stuff before. Yeah. Chapter one. So uh, the, okay. the the uh, prologue. Okay. If you want to, if you want to consider, uh, we're going by by book state by book uh, words. Uh, there'd be a, that's all prologue stuff because chapter one, again, starts with creature uh, commandos, Superman legacy, and then Waller. Gotcha. The next up is the next movie they're going to be doing. It's called The Authority. Okay. The, the Authority uh, is a uh, tremendous uh, comic book uh, created by Warren Ellis uh, and Brian Hitch. That is a group of uh, superpowered human beings. Uh, including a character Joe might know the name of. It's called uh, Midnighter. Yep. He's a very Batman-esque. Uh, he's a mix between Batman and Punisher, but also openly gay. Uh, but that group is uh, they are. This will probably be the first R-rated uh, movie. I would su- I would suppose uh, in the DCU. Uh, the reason I say that, uh, and I say in the in Chapter One, because obviously. Uh, Suicide Squad uh, definitely f- confirmed itself as rated R, uh, but this will be the first one of the new uh, the new run uh, continuity that'll be rated R. Will there be other ones in this list? I don't. I'm probably Swamp Thing, maybe if I had to take a guess, but we'll get there in a minute. So the Authority is a group of uh, superheroes who have basically kind of been fed up with uh, society and and, and the, the 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 failings. So they have taken upon themselves to do anything and everything possible to uh, fix it. And that includes murder. Or justice, as some would say. Yeah. So very exciting there. I'm very, very excited about uh, that because it's going to be very 
very interesting to see how they how they take that. Uh, so really happy about that. Uh, next up is Booster Gold, another TV show from HBO Max. Uh, this is for the folks who don't know Booster Go- who Booster Gold is. Booster Gold is a loser from the future who uses uh, future tech and time travel to travel back to become a superhero using his knowledge of future events and technology to make it seem like he is a superhero. Uh, he and Boost and uh, uh, and Blue Beetle do have a relationship. They actually have a comic book uh, series uh, that went on for quite a while, where they teamed up and did things. Uh, there are have been other people that have taken the mantle of Booster Gold in the past, uh, but this will be the OG character uh, who real name escapes me at the moment, but uh, he is that loser from the future who. Uh, utilizes uh technology to become a, a superhero in the future yeah. or in the in the past in the past yeah so boom there's that next up is a v- another big one which uh is called the brave and the bold uh it is a batman story uh it is the already said to be uh based on grant morrison's uh another grant morrison uh story uh which is uh, batman and robin uh, he used art from Batman and Robin, uh, which technically that version is not actually Bruce Wayne. It's Dick Grayson. Uh, but he used it because it is, uh, as he quoted his favorite Robin, Damian Wayne, uh, who is the true life son of Bruce Wayne, Batman. So this will be the story of Bruce Wayne, Batman, and his actual legitimate biological son, Damian. So that makes me wonder, are they going to start from the very beginning to explain who Damien is? So, yes, in that movie he did state that they will be uh, talking about the origin of Damien. And they, he says they will not be changing it. It will be the introduction of the bigger Bat family for the first time on the big screen. So he alluded to other characters in the, in the, uh, the Batman family, the Bat family. So that could include uh, Nightwing. That could include other Robins. That includes uh, Batgirl, uh, possibly Batwoman later on down the road, things like that. But the the actual Bat family, Nightwing, um, Tim Drake's Robin. Uh, he even could be Red Robin in this if they really wanted to not make it so confusing. Right. Damian Wayne's Robin, uh, and, a, and a potentially a, a Batgirl. Uh, could be a Barbara Gordon. It could be very other versions of it uh, out there. So that's exciting. Uh, and stating that, you know, it's kind of loosely uses the Batman Robin story by Grant Morrison uh, uh, is uh, pretty awesome. Also art by uh, Frank Quietly. So <laughs> he's all over this bitch. Uh, next up is a uh, another HBO Max series uh, called Lanterns. Uh, this is not the previously announced Lantern Corps uh, that was head, headed by uh, Greg Berlanti and Seth Graham Smith. Uh, this is an all-new uh, Lanterns. This one uh, is basically focused on Hal Jordan and John Stewart as uh, basically space cops patro- patrolling uh, Precinct Earth, as he said it. Uh, this is their, This is going to be a lot darker and grittier. Uh, he also stated that they will be uncovering the mystery that is linked to the overarching story of gods and monsters. Was this animated or was this live action? Live action. Live action. So live action HBO. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, so this, uh, again, this is, it's pretty exciting because of what it is, uh, if you ask me. Uh, this will be, uh, his, his words were, this is like true detective in space. Okay. I can dig that. Okay. Speaking of space, uh, next up is Supergirl world of tomorrow. This is based on the Tom King, uh, series that came out pretty recently. Uh, where Supergirl, uh, the still the cousin of of uh, of Superman, 
Uh, instead of being gr uh, growing up on Earth, she grew up on a sliver of Krypton that was stuck in time but protected from the Calamity. So she got to watch everyone around her die. Uh, so Fun she's times. pretty jaded. She's not as uh, uh, optimistic as, uh, as her cousin. Uh, but this story, if it follows the, uh, the Tom King story, is about her trying to protect an alien girl uh, from bad guys and will be also extremely violent. So okay. possibly rated R. Be cool. Yep. Very interesting. Next up, speaking of ladies, we have Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost uh, is the story of Themyscira, uh, the uh, island, uh, or you could say, of uh, the origin of Wonder Woman. Uh, this will take place before the events of Wonder Woman. So it'll basically be the lives and, po and politics around the women of Themyscira. And this will, uh, in James's uh, uh, description of it, will be very Games of Throne. Uh, it'll have lots of uh, intrigue and, uh, you know, violence, obviously. And we'll tell the story of Themyscira and how uh, it came about, where it comes from, how they, how an island of only women exists, and things like that. So it will dive into the lore of Wonder Woman and possibly relaunch Wonder Woman. Now, he did not say they're recasting. They have been talking to Gal, and Gal is up for more. So we'll see how that goes in the future. Obviously, this is several years in the future, so who knows if she still wants to continue on with that rigorous lifestyle right. so we'll have to see from there but that's again this is 8 to 10 year plan for these 10 movies and anything coming in within those so we'll see the last of the 10 new projects that he announced as part of chapter 1 Gods and Monsters is Swamp Thing uh, this version of Swamp Thing will be uh, the darker roots of Swamp Thing, so it'll be a possibly rated R, yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, this will be the more mature, the more, uh, uh, like I said, darker uh, themes than uh, the previous versions, especially the TV shows uh, from the, uh, and the, and the sh low budget movies from the late 80s, early 90s, somewhere around there. And will be different than the uh, James Wan produced, uh, short-lived, canceled before it even came out uh, series that was on uh, DC Universe, the original streaming service yeah. from DC, who people may not remember. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people involved in this outside just James and, and, and uh, uh, Peter. Uh, he has brought in Tom King, who's been working with them as part of this. Uh, big group of people uh, working on this uh, as part of it so he's been uh, a good resource and he's a very knowledgeable DC uh, person which is really nice uh, other people who are in it is one of the I uh, uh, can't think of her name right now it's Crystal something she was one of the creators and, and writers of the Watchmen series oh, nice. that we both enjoyed quite, uh, yeah. quite a bit uh, she has been attached to uh, a couple things, I can't remember what they are right now. I can probably find them in one of these articles, but I'm not going to. Uh, the, one of the guys, uh, uh, one of the writers from uh, Moon Knight has come over, and he's working on a project here, a couple projects here. Uh, there are people from uh, the guy who created the Doom Patrol uh, series. He's involved in this. Uh, a couple other people that are in there, and then there's other people he hasn't announced yet. Uh, so that's uh, pretty awesome. Uh and, uh, you know, cool to see uh, there. Uh, so there's a lot of, there's a lot more press. So they, they did the video, and then there was an actual press conference where they actually had invited press over to uh, talk about it. Oh, here's the article about the uh, uh, the writers, uh, sorry, involved in this. Uh, so it is Tom King. Uh, Drew Goddard is actually oh. part of it. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Slater from Moon Knight. Uh, Christina Hodson from The Flash uh, is part of it. Crystal Henry is the is the woman that was part of uh, Watchmen, uh, HBO's Watchmen, and of course Tom King, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, those are the ones he stated. He said he did say there's others involved, um, but you know we'll we'll have to wait and see uh, 
who exactly else will pop up. And in this, he stated that he is only he's been he wrote all the episodes of Creature uh, Commandos. He is in the middle of writing Superman Legacy. He has not confirmed if he will be directing the Superman movie just yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Peter said, "Hey, maybe you should," he's like, "I haven't decided yet." Because uh, one of the goals he has for this is, uh, and this was a slight jab at Marvel, uh, but he said anybody who they bring in for writers and directors, it will be their vision that moves that project forward. Right. So they will, they will, the the projects will tie into the overarching uh, story, but if it that like what it feels like is yep. going to be somebody else's yep. work, and it will, and it. it he even said it. It has a possibility to maybe not be part of the like those characters could show up, but the story of their movie does not have to dic- be dictated by the overarching story. So it'll be very outside the you know power stones in the, in the Infinity Gauntlet, as some would say. Uh, they're not all about uh, that. The, there's a bigger story, uh, which he again alluded, alluded to. The lanterns have a part to do, which a lot of people thought. Oh, it could be uh, a Green Lantern centric story uh, because there is uh, Brightest Night, which is one of the uh, big uh, franchise spanning multi character, multi book uh, with tie ins and everything to story, uh, which would lead to a lot of these, but not all of them. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see because it is Gods and Monsters, and that is, I believe. Uh, could be a reference to the new gods. That's what I was thinking. Uh, with like Big Barda and uh, a lot of the other ones. So we'll see where that really goes. Uh, because the Green Lan- the Lanterns do have to do with a lot of that because it's space stuff and uh, it all has to do with space and all that fun stuff. So we don't know just yet. Uh, they haven't given us everything about it yet. Uh, so I think that's the gist of most of it. Uh, there was a lot of other stuff in the press conference about like uh, the uh, future of certain characters. Uh, he did didn't specify anything, but he did break down like how it's gonna work. Like I said earlier, with the characters moving in and out of animation and live action, uh, and the actors retain being the same uh, throughout there. Again, kind of a jab at, at uh, Marvel, but Marvel's was a there's is more of a of a of a contract issue than it is this because. That a lot of that stuff was added on later, like the what if stuff was added later in the in the run before co- after contracts were set. So they uh, people don't understand how contracts work. Contract isn't just appearances; it's anything to do with that ar- actor. So if they were to uh, bring in Tom Holland, for example, to revoice Spider Man and Peter Parker in the What If series, that would take away from the contract he has for his live action, especially because he is. Uh, essentially a co-owned uh, property right now through Sony. Uh, he They would have to renegotiate that, which obviously has been a very trying and troubling thing with Sony, being a bunch of greedy fuckers who don't want to play along, even though they're right. just making money hand over fist for not spending anything. Right. Uh, but I digress on that. So he wants to make it very clear that this isn't Marvel 2.0. Uh, he has learned a lot of lessons from working with Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige is a very uh, big supporter of James Gunn doing this project. He's very excited. He's even stated that he's excited to see what James has uh, up his sleeve, per se, uh, with this, along with Peter Safran, obviously, being the co-CEO. Uh, but I, I, and uh, This makes me think that they have a, a very big plan that they can uh, use to not alter, but essentially form a more cohesive story within the DC, which in his words has not really been a thing that's happened right? Uh, because of the fracturing of how they were trying to do things from the previous uh, leadership that was running the DC uh, extended universe. Uh, so uh, it's pretty, pretty awesome uh, to see that he's, wanting to do that uh so speaking of the batman joe thank you for bringing that up uh so matt reeves the batman uh has officially got a release date uh and a title okay uh so 
Matt Reeves, the Batman, will return uh, as the Batman Part 2. It is, uh, again, it is an Elseworlds story. It is not tied to the main DC universe, uh, but it is its own entity outside uh, the, the world, and it will be in theaters October 3rd, 2025. There is uh, really no other details yet known uh, by anybody uh, outside Matt Reeves and uh, Robert Pattinson, who will be returning. Uh, now, the other thing that was brought up, and this is a way to say this uh, to here, is they are not eliminating anything Matt Reeves is doing with the Batman franchise. That includes the Penguin show, as well as the... I don't think yet titled Gotham Police uh, show yet. So those will still continue. They will be part of Matt Reeves' world. And it'll be its own little bubble yep. of universe. Yep. So part of the Elseworlds stories, Elseworlds, again, if no one's grasping this, is DC's Elseworlds continuity, which is a st- extremely hilarious way of doing it because if you think about the world, the words, uh, so the DCEC is the DC's Elseworlds continuity. That is where all uh, non-linear storytelling will go. So that includes Todd Phillips' Joker in its its sequel. Uh, That includes Matt Reeves' Batman. That includes any other thing, anything else they decide they want to make that may not... uh, It also already exists that they continue, like uh, Superman Lois... Uh, on the CW, will ha- uh, James says has a li- another few seasons before they decide to eliminate because it's very popular and he doesn't want to touch those properties. Uh, uh, not all of them, at least. Uh, some of the wrapping up, like Doom Patrol, they did announce that's the f- season four is the f- is the f- final season of that show. Um, Titans, I don't think they actually specified just yet. Uh, so it'll be those ones will all kind of fall in the Elseworlds uh, area which means they do not have to tie and will not tie into uh, the DCU uh, proper. So just to get this correct, so we have a DCEU no. and a DC, a DCU. So we have a DCU and we have a DCEC. DC. So the the previous okay. versions, so everything from the Zack Snyder. Was the previous stuff known as the DCEU? It was. The DC Extended Universe? Yeah, so now it's going to be known as the Elseworlds. So that falls That's into the Elseworlds, Elseworlds. stuff. Yep. Uh, that was, that is, basically, it's the same way of saying, hey. I, I know I get it's the same way. It's, it's just, a, it's more of a semantics issue to me because you almost have like, okay, this is... Well, I, I guess for one, you're still calling it like the DCEs, you know, E something. You could also just, instead of saying Elseworlds, uh, Elseworlds Universe, you could say like DC Extended Continuities or something like that versus the DCU. Like, that should still be the DCEU, the DC Extended Universe. Yeah, they want to go, they, they're not using that term because. I get it's still confusing, but that's what all of this fucking... That's what I'm saying, too, is like all of this uh, uh, abbreviation alphabet soup is, is a little confusing, uh, even for me. From, from what I get, they're going to rebrand everything. Uh, so Matt Reeves' Batman will be known as the, the DC Elseworlds Batman. Yeah. Uh, but it's the Batman. You have to specify that. The Batman versus the Batman, Batman no, because... I, yeah, I get I get that. It's just the the name, the overarching naming schemes. It's just like, come on, guys. Well, because they're using DC's already existing nomenclature. Yes. They don't want to create try to create something new. They want to take what already exists within. But they're kind of already taking in. They're kind of already creating something new. It's like it's like a weird mashup of yes, we have the extended universe, but we're not going to use the extended universe anymore. We're just going to have the DC universe now. And the DC Elseworlds, uh, DCE Elseworlds, whatever the C was. It's just no, it's just called DCE. So it's just DCE. DCE. Uh, the the continuity word is literally saying continuity is that those are their own continuity outside of the that. So the D, okay. the the there's the DCU and there's the DCE. Okay. Okay. It's still dumb. But I got it. Well, it's because I get well, what I get what it's going for. It's just 
Yeah. Why don't you come up with a different name and see if they want to go with that, Joe? How's that? Well, I did. You could keep the DC Extended Universe, and then you call the DC Extended Continuities. Yeah, but nobody liked the DC uh, uh, Extended Universe. That's why they're getting rid of it. it. I'm just saying that was my solution for it. You still have stuff that's saying that, yes, these two things are are similar. They exist in the same, like, overarching DC uh, properties. But, but these are the it's the word Joe. Extended, extended universe makes it sound like it's part of this. It is a part of it. It's not. You could, liter- you could literally do a uh, another Flash movie that brings people over from all these other worlds because they are else worlds. Else worlds can do crossovers. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's why they're using the else worlds because it's a thing. But extended means it's. But no one says no one says else worlds. That's uh, what I'm saying. DC fans do Joseph. a very comic book thing to say is Elseworlds. Well, that's what they're going for. This is an extended continuity, meaning that they are continuities within and of themselves that still branch to the main DC uh, comics. Comics, DC yes, movies, but... DC movies. It's, yes, but it's... All I'm saying, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you're incorrect, Joe, it's fine. Whatever, I know. I don't get paid enough for this. You don't get paid at all for this. Yeah, I know. Anyhow, so that is pretty much all of the stuff that they uh, uh, brought up as part of it. There's some other stuff in there too that's not really that important. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's the big announcements for DC uh, for this past week and all that fun stuff. Uh, definitely excited to see where this goes but under James Gunn I know that he actually cares about properties and whatnot uh it'll be interesting to see where you know hopefully this is one of those things where it's like hopefully everything goes well and then we get all these properties because I could very much see some of these not doing so well because they're characters that no one really knows no one really cares about and it might trip up the story as a whole because I can definitely see that James Gunn being the type of person that that would hopefully fix a lot of the problems that I've had with with Marvel where I've always said that Marvel seems to tell the overarching story in credits after credit scenes and stuff like that they do have some movies that do actually tie into the overarching story much later in the series or when they do the ensemble movies and stuff like that uh, but I've always, like I said, the one thing that I, I, I liked about the DC movies more is that you had more of that storytelling within the stories. Uh, it's just that we're probably not going to get that, but I hope that he carries that over into what he's doing now. You know, obviously, like you said, the main story doesn't have to revolve around an overarching story, but you do have those stories, it sounds like the Green, the Green Lanterns and, and whatnot, that are going to deal mostly with the overarching story and hopefully within those some of those movies you get uh main plot points of the overarching story within uh within those movies and shows and whatnot yeah from what i i could tell from what he was talking about in the video as well as the press conference stuff is the movies themselves and the tv shows they don't always they won't always directly tie to the main story the characters will tie to those stories so Superman Legacy The Authority The Brave and the Bold the movies as I'm trying to get here those ones will be their own plot and story within those movies the characters will be involved because it it does sound like they they are really planning things out in the future you know so you have these things set in the future you're not just suddenly coming up with a new idea and throwing things in there uh, that you'll actually have those because it, it's something that bothers me even in DC movies, the newer ones where you have some sort of world changing event but other heroes don't show up, it never made sense to me, yep. so at least it seems like in this where you have that that continuity set of like okay, if, if you're doing the voice of this character in this animated show expect that you can also show up in other properties as well yep. which would make a lot more sense to me because it, it never has made sense that Shazam could be fighting some sort of giant dragon in the middle of the city. You know a Superman exists in this city, in this world. Why isn't a Superman here to help Shazam, you know, type thing? 
And same thing within the Marvel Universe. You have this giant green Hulk, hulking thing, you know, rampaging through a city, fighting an abomination, you know. Oh, well, okay, that's a bad example, because that actually technically in the timeline doesn't take place at the same time as any other real superhero. But, you know, you have a god show up, you know, where's Iron Man, where's, you know, this, where's that, you know, you have a giant statue that appears out of nowhere in the middle of an ocean, you know, where's your Avengers that you have assembled at that point in time to investigate this stuff, to help out with these things. That's, I hope that they at least work around that in an intelligent way or solve that problem because it's always annoyed me. Yeah, and I think that's why they're going with the story, like the movie ones uh, in the TV shows they're doing because they, they can, the characters can transition back and forth, but the stories they're going to tell are, are, are going to be solely the story of that movie. Uh, not saying, you know, they're, they're definitely going to have obviously references to uh, each other, but the overarching uh, main story uh, James said is not the, the the it's not the tie-in of the movie. So the movies don't link one to the other to the other to the other. They're just stories within this major story they're trying to tell, but they're trying to tell the character stories uh, first and then the overarching story. But they'll use long-form storytelling, TV shows like Lanterns, to push that narrative forward. And as you un as they unveil the major story the other those characters will then weave in and out of it but their movies will be separate their shows will be separate right so yes in boosters gold's show uh, uh, a superman can show up and it'll be the superman for the dcu uh but the superman legacy story will not dictate the storyline right. of Bo- booster gold that's all I'm asking, that if, like, aliens invade or the future people invade in, in Booster Gold's thing, that's just a wildly thrown thing. I know that wouldn't be the thing, but it's a it's a world-endangering event. There has to be a Superman that shows up. You don't ha- you know, you can't just limit it to one superhero because that's his movie. That's yep. all. Yeah, that's now, these are, these are widespread, um, and I think that means they're probably going to have there's a word for it. it's not spec contracts it's a different kind of contract uh so basically as um potentially uh, a very high grossing amount of work uh they could get because if someone for example whoever's writing uh and and, and working on booster gold says hey we have a, a one episode where we want uh superman to 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 come into it they then have to pay the superman actor to do that same thing with voice work. So anything animated, creature uh, commandos uh, being the only one right now that's animated that we know of. Uh, that one, uh, like Sean Gunn's Weasel, is featured in the art they debuted uh, on that. So he technically will be the first crossover character. I Actually, Amanda Waller, I think, is in it too. So Viola Davis's Waller will be in it as well. Um, so those two will be the first kind of like bridge between animated and live action. And then going forward, obviously it will just be interconnected all the time, uh, going forward with their product. Cause again, in chapter one, chapter not one doesn't just consist of these 10 things. These are the 10 things they have set in stone that they are, they are, they are pushing for. They, they, these ones are where they're going. This is, they're not, they're not, uh, this is like, hey, these are going to be in and out. These are eight to ten years. We will have all these projects and more released in chapter one. Okay. And again, it, it all of chapter one has one big story that they're going for, but it's not. This is part one of that story. This is part two of that story. This is part three of that story. It's just those are their own thing, uh, and then they are part of what will be eventually the bigger story. Will all of them show up? No. Not all the authority may show up in the bigger, whatever you want to call it, in story they do. The We'll say Kingdom Come or, or fucking uh, 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 Darkest Night or Brightest Day or whatever, whichever one you want to throw in there uh, of major events. Uh, not everybody from all these movies will show up. Will the, will the big ones? Midnighter, probably, because uh, it'd be funny to see Midnighter and Batman on the screen together. Because uh, one is a murderous psychopath, the other one's Batman. Um, 
but then you know you could have uh, Superman and Supergirl being on the screen together in this thing along with uh, you know multiple lanterns right you know so it's it's all it's kind of still up in the air how we do but he wants to be able to have all these chess pieces available and whoever is that chess piece will be inter- interjecting itself in and out of every project that anybody wants to so it'll be interesting to see how they do it and they're all going they're trying to get younger actors uh because obviously the long this is a long pretty long haul uh plan they have going uh and you don't want to not saying henry calville's old or gal gadot's old but if you're looking at another yeah another 10 years that's going to push henry calville into his close to 50s you know, which would be great for like a Kingdom Come type thing, right? But you know, yeah, we want to we want to be able to have longevity out of this. So Fresh things out definitely. So you'll okay. see. So that's pretty much all of it. Yeah, yeah. I say that's a good place to end. All right. So getting the the wrap up signal from the producer. Oh, there it is. I saw it right there. Uh, so that's it for this week's episode of Comes Naturally. We have been Joe. I have been Cody, and as usual, you fuckers just came naturally.